Hey, thanks for checking out the podcast of Birth by Blades. If you want to check out the show live, visit twitch.tv slash the swag nerds, no spaces, Tuesday nights at 7.30 EST. But if you can't make it to our stream, videos will be uploaded to our YouTube at youtube.com slash jojava as soon as we can. Thanks for listening, and enjoy the show. Let us begin. In the world, there have been many stories that have been told and passed down through generation after generation, from grandfather to son, from son to child, and so on and so forth. And while each story may differ or change with each telling, the core principle of that story remains unchanged. Now, we will be telling about a new story. Whereas most stories are of heroes with valiant tales and amazing backgrounds, or villains of terrible origin that only wish for the destruction of the world, this story has five main characters, all of which have something to say. And what they do, or how this story goes, has yet to be written. On the continent of Deerheld, there is a small city that is home to a small tavern, where a not-so-small story is about to begin. Now, inside this tavern, there is many a good company. There are multiple different types of races, all, you know, gallivanting and talking of their exploits, many of which who have been either working to the field of being a quote-unquote noble, or those of which that just want the fame and prosperity of being a hero. Inside this tavern, there is an old mage wearing blue robes being held up only by a single rope and a staff with a glowing star at the top of it. His name is Balfour Bouton, and soon he is about to change the lives of our five main characters. So, for my players, I want all of you to roll a d20 to see who gets here first, and upon whoever gets here, I want you to introduce your character and anything that you want to say about them. Oh, Jim, I am so sorry. It begins. It begins. I'm so sorry, dude. I mean, there are worse places to get a natural one. That's true, but like the first roll of the entire session, you cannot be real. <laughs> of the entire campaign. Get the bad luck out of the way before it even really starts, you know? Yeah. 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 I'm going to test this right now. I should have tested it earlier, but it's fine. This is fine. Uh, I'm going to play the ambiance. Let me know. Uh, turn it down if you need to. It didn't go. Great. Technical difficulties. This is fine. I should have tested it earlier. It's fine. This is session one. We've got time to figure it out. And if our audience members aren't patient, then they're not the right audience members. That's fine. Oh, there you go. That 
That works. Thank you. Uh, for anyone else that wants to listen to it, they can. Hey, that's fine. Alright, so for our heroes, Grub, it seems as though you have rolled the highest. So, if you would like to, and as I whisk us to the setting, if you would like to drag your character in from the north and describe what your character is, we may begin. Absolutely, let me see if I can figure that out here. Where is my character? Did I? If you go to the like the character sheet section, uh, you should have your character name. Is it not there? No. Uh oh, Scadios. (laughs) Whoopsie poopsie, I did an oopsie. It's okay. You might just have to allow me access. Uh. Make sure it's in the characters folder, like the person, the players folder. Yeah. I forgot to set the token for that too. It's no problem. Okay. Awesome. I can describe them. It'll be fine. Please do while I grab your token. Alrighty. Well, uh, my character, uh, is a, um, kind of a stout ASMR, um, He's got very dark skin, uh, pitch black eyes that kind of like glitter if you look at them from the right angle. Um, he has the the same kind of like, again, pitch black hands that fade up into his like natural brown skin tone, like kind of like you dipped his hands in ink. Um, mm. He's wearing a like a scarf and a waist sash made from the the same like very nice translucent pearl material. Um, he's got pockets all over, um, and, uh, on his back, he's got this, uh, little pot with a, a tiny plant in it. Um, and he is probably sitting at the bar looking kind of over at the other tables, watching and monitoring what's going on. Hmm. Well, currently, at the other tables, it is multiple races of people all just talking about how like you see a lizard folk with a human going like I can't believe we killed that lion it was so big you know stuff like that and then uh, meanwhile like there is a table with like what looks to be an elder gentleman with a stoic knight who's not showing his face and he just passes him a a bag of gold one of those deals if it makes sense got it like um However, the character in question that has uh, requested you here is at the bottom left area. He is over there. Also, I put your token on your character. If you drag your character name from characters over onto the uh, Got map, it, it should okay. have your token. Cool. There you I'll go. probably skedaddle over there then and uh, I'm going to sit in the corner. Ah, yes. One of the few charges that I have asked to escort me. Welcome. Who else is, um, supposed to arrive? Oh, there are four more others, but please sit down, relax. The drink is on my tab for today. Plenty fine by me. 
Mm. Now, tell me, how have you been? Just, just fine. I'm doing some odd jobs here and there. Ah, I see. They say the best starting phrase to meeting someone is, how are you? It tells you a lot more about their look on life than it does their actual state of being. How are you then? <laughs> I'm an old buzzard that's been that's been on this plane way too long. However, I feel as though in my old age, I if I can just help set up some new, some of the new generation of heroes, I feel I've left my mark in a good way. Mm. As the young folks say, plant the tree that you will not be sitting under. I think the young folks mostly say you might need to drink more. Ah, uh, most likely. But that is uh, on a whim of sorts. You currently notice, like in his cup, there is no alcohol. It is it is actual water. I'll kind of look over at that and uh, take a swig of his own drink. Is it alcohol? Uh, if you would, if you would want to order it, then yes. Got it. Yeah. Um. So as you two are starting to converse. He gives you the specifics of this, like, of how he is and, like, why he's doing this. Mainly, he does want to plant the next generation, but also, he feels like it is now his responsibility as one of the older heroes of this time. Yes, it's, uh, it's been a, a long journey, and although I've I've made my, uh, not vast wealth, but enough to keep me sustained for a while. It would be nice to possibly leave my mark in other places. What is your, your goal with? My goal? My goal at this point, young lad, is to sit in a rocking chair and just smoke an old pipe. Not much else of a goal, per se. I've done the things that I've wanted. I've made the history that I've created. That being? Well, you know, you fight enough monsters and spooks in the dark. Eventually, you realize that there's always going to be another thing lurking in the dark. But these old bones are starting to get too tired to stop to start dealing with what's in the dark all over again. I'll leave it to someone else who's young and spry. That is my goal. To find the next group that will do the job that I no longer can. And as you drink your ale and he drinks his water, next up, Ben, your character enters. Yeah. Uh, oh, I forgot to click the name. I tried to click the token. There he is. So, uh, a very large, eight foot tall, as I have just learned, uh, Fearbulg guy 
with like purplish brownish skin, like reddish purplish hair. He's wearing a simple tunic, some board shorts and flip flops, and a cloak that is rainbow tie dye. He's uh, got a big battle axe strapped to him and a frying pan. And he has a cigar in his mouth. And he's just kind of, he's going to look around, look for whoever looks like is probably an old wizard. And he's just going to make a beeline over. Well, he's going to stop at the bar and get some Chardonnay if they have it. Do they have Chardonnay? Uh, this is a very quaint small tavern. They basically have ale and then stiff ale. <laughs> ale will do. All right. They, they hand you an ale. Okay, he's going to grab the ale. He's just going to mosey on over. And be like, mm. ba- Hey, Bouton? Is, are you Bouton? <laughs> yes, I am. Balford Bouton at your service. And I take it you're one of the other f- few that I have asked to escort me. Yeah, the name's Arth. Um, I am just here to help, I guess. Needed something to do, like to stay busy. And I got tired of working on my pepper jelly recipe, so I figured I'd come by. Ah, yes. You know, I could never get into cooking. They say it's more art than science, and I'm neither an artist or a scientist, so you can see how well that would go. I'm definitely not a scientist, but I just like to cook. There you go. And, uh, who are you? plant friend oh um you uh tall uh you uh, my name's uh Horatio Horatio Rasol um pleasure to meet you hi Horatio I'm Arth hmm. did you make that Horatio kind of points to the tie-dye oh oh no this is something I picked up and then he um looks like he's thinking for a second and it changes from rainbow tie-dye to a more rainbow tie-dye oh ah I see some prestidigitation style magic I like it I mean I don't do magic it's it's part of the garment it's the only cool thing I really have I don't know I think another cool thing you really have is your positive attitude but that's just me. Oh, thanks. <laughs> so, Garth, was it? Arth. No G. Arth. No G. I see. Arth. May yes. I ask, how, how are you doing today? Today? So far, so good. How about you? Ah, so far, so good. You know... I like that answer. It's optimistic with a hint of anything. Of uh, not a skepticism to say, but more or less a uh, preparedness. You know, you gotta be up for anything in the adventuring business. <laughs> Very much so. Why, well, I, I could tell you a few stories in which we were not prepared. Boy, tell you what. Just because I'm up for anything does not mean I'm prepared but I appreciate you very much. (laughs) Nah, what you fail to realize is it's the mindset that really matters. You can have all the equipment you want, but if you don't have the Ah. mindset, it doesn't matter. I guess I gotta... 
Can you repeat that? You cut out. Uh oh. Am I cutting out? No, you're fine. Ben is now not audible at all. Okay. Uh, I, think I was like, oh no. Oh no. The cat. Did you hear me that whole time? I heard. I heard. Uh, I think you said something along the lines of, oh, well, you know, uh, and then, like, you kind of just drifted off. Okay. Uh, I was basically saying, I guess my mindset's pretty good for this then. I'm just, you know, I'm ready to adventure, see, see where this path leads us. Ah. <laughs> I like it. Me too. I like you folks already. Hmm. Now, Arth, you do understand that we are adventuring. This could be dangerous. He points to his battle axe on his back and his frying pan. I can, I can handle this, I hope. I'm, I, I'm as prepared as I'm going to get. Hmm, I see. Is the axe for cooking? It can be. You know, if... If you've well practiced enough with any size blade, you can cut up some ingredients. You just have to try really hard. <laughs> I like it. Uh, and as he laughs, uh, Chris, would you like to have your character enter? All right. So I would say you can see this dodgy-looking fellow slinking through the door and like get to the side of it, looking out, breathing a little heavy, like he was just running from something. After a moment, breathes a sigh of relief, like rubs his head, shakes his head, looks around. He's wearing like what were at one point nice, like noblesman clothes, and like a leather jerkin over it with a rapier and a few daggers on his side. See, looks over the table and just goes, "Oh!" and saunters over, sits down directly next to Arth, and starts drinking his Chardonnay or his. Ale. And she says, hello. And then oh. it's over to, uh, it was Burton? Bouton. Bouton. Like mountain. Like, and just, yeah. like, after one sip, she's like, you the wizard? Well, this robe and staff aren't really meant for back scratching now, is it? Ah, so you are the wizard. So the other fellow wasn't a wizard. Good to know. Hello. <laughs> Hello to you, too. Drinks so, taste better, better when they're stolen. Well... I suppose, depending on your point of view, that is. To be fair, free, free drinks are the most tasty drinks. You said it, man, not me. And he, like, leans back and, like, puts his boots up on the table. Mm-hmm, yes. Now, might I get your name before we, uh, continue? Oh, where are my manners? And he sits back up. I am Von Jaeger, at your service, and does a polite bow. Ah, Mr. Jaeger, it is nice to meet you. These two will also be accompanying you on your quest to escort me. Ah, colorful cast of characters already, I see. This should be at least a little interesting. Indeed, so far this has been more 
of a uh, menagerie of people than I believed, so I am very excited. Be better a menagerie now, than a lineup, I say. Indeed. Now, Vaughn, I have a question for you. I might have an answer. How are you doing today? How am I doing today? Well, I'm a little tired. My left foot itches. And my coin purse is a bit light. So I'd say... Let's call it a 6.5 out of 10 today. But I'm looking forward to it. Hmm. A very calculated answer. You're quick with the, uh... The analysis of yourself and were ready to give me an answer based on what you knew. I like it. Well, slow thinkers sometimes end up dead in my line of work. Mm-hmm. Pays to be quick of mind and quick of foot. Indeed, I can tell. So far, I've definitely seen the quick of mind. Well, you see me in a dueling ground. I'll show you some swiftness. Something. Well, hopefully you won't be facing against me. I'll be in the stands watching, if anything. This old back and hip of mine would probably throw out the second I thrust a sword. I'm not thrusting anything these days. Duly noted. <laughs> he just kind of like rolls his eyes like, yes, yes, funny. <laughs> now, Vaughn, you want, uh... Just so I get a uh, quick understanding, you understand this is an escort mission, correct? While you are going to be acting of your free will, you will be somewhat under my command, correct? Now, obviously, I'm not going to bark orders like a general, but I would hope you would, like, heed my warnings. Hey, job's a job, and you're the boss. Follow the rules. Hmm. Fair, fair. I appreciate this. And as the three of you start to, you know, mingle, understand, like, okay, you guys are working with, like, each other. Um, Cade, would you like to introduce your character? Alrighty. Let me just, uh, drag out the token. Alrighty, so, um, my character will walk in. Uh, she is a, a tiefling. Um, very, when she walks in, she's kind of, has a little, a little hop to her step. Um, almost skipping. She just seems very bouncy. Um, she has kind of, uh, darker pink skin. Um, pretty, pretty bright purple hair. Um. And she has a couple of instruments on her person, um, one of them being a lute. Um, she's dressed in some fairly flashy kind of clothes, I'd say. Um, very shiny um, and lots of golden jewelry. It would be considered kind of gaudy, but she also wears it well. So um, she'll kind of walk in, scan the room and probably locate the group fairly easily considering um, the assortment of characters. Um, she kind of walk over to the uh, the wizard and 
Hi, are you Balford? Why, yes I am, Balford Bouton at your service. And I assume that you're one of the charges that will be escorting me. Yes, um, you can call me Fable. Um, and it's, it's so lovely to meet you. Um, and, uh, who, who are the rest of you? She'll kind of gesture to the, the rest of the group at the table. Ah, these are the other people that will be helping es- helping you escort me to my destination. I'm Arth. Like, short for Arthur, but it's not. It's just Arth. Uh, Vaughn Yeager, at your service. Horatio, um, Fable, was it? Um, yes, yes, that that's my name. Uh, Vaughn Yeager, at your service. Um, she'll do a little, a little curtsy. Hmm. Yes, so far we have a very interesting group on our hands. Now, Fable, may I ask a question? Well, of course. How are you doing today? You know what? I was just about to ask the same of you. Hmm. Well, if that's the case, I can at least tell you. I'm having a pretty good day. So far, the peop- four out of five of the people that I have hired to escort me have shown up. And uh, I'm doing pretty well, all things considered. Just ha- being able to talk and enjoy life, as it were. Yourself? Oh, you know, just along for the ride, I guess. Um, I'm just very happy to meet you all and excited to kind of... Uh, help in whatever way I can. Hmm. (laughs) I like your response. It's positive, but also very free-flowing, like a river. No rocks to get in your way as you get to your destination. I appreciate that. (laughs) She'd uh, take a seat next to whoever. Uh, Yeah, as you sit down, Balfred... Uh, starts to stroke his beard and kind of readjusts his rope belt. Alright, now, if I am correct, and I hope they all, I hope everyone arrives today, there should be one more, and I will discuss the full details of this quest, so to speak. Uh, and as if on cue, Jim, would you like to introduce your character? Yeah, you sort of see stumbling into the bar this, like, tall, super skinny, like, really tall for a human. Talking like 6'3", 6'4". Gangly teenager just kind of wanders in, looking like, is he in the right spot at all? Uh, You can tell he's wearing armor, and he has a death grip on this spear in his hand. Uh, As his eyes glance over the room, he catches on the characters in the corner. And he wanders his way. Oh. Uh, well, that's not you. Hold on. <laughs> to the table. Wait a, wait a minute. Did I not? You know, I forgot to put in. Oh, one second. I thought I did. While we're figuring that out, I hope everyone in the chat is having a good day. And we're glad you're here. 
Honestly, I'm super excited. I am too. I'm so excited about this adventuring party. It is such it's such a group. Mm -hmm. So far, yeah. Certainly has vibes. <laughs> Definitely has vibes. That's one word for it. Some talls and a baby. The <laughs> <laughs> baby. Well, some talls, Actually, a baby, and a tall baby. Actually, Fable's pretty fucking short, like, 5'3 short, so... Everyone else is so tall. 5'3 five, five, is short, cries in 5'2. <laughs> <laughs> cool. I also did that because, yeah, I get to, I get to be mean and call 5'3 short, you know. Alright, try and pull your character off and put him back on. There he is. <clears throat> Makes its way to the table. Ah, uh, hello! Uh, Norris, sir. Orville Norris, reporting for duty. Uh, I assume you to be, um, is it Balford? Yes, Balford Bouton. Now please, you don't need to be so formal. It's maybe a job, but I am not your general as to speak oh thank uh, fuck <laughs> I don't know if I could hold that <laughs> well so far it seems like this is going to be an interesting group are you just going to look around for this kid's mom <laughs> like older teenager close 17 18 <laughs> I stand by what I said <laughs> Uh, now, Orville, was it? Yes, uh, sir. Yes. You, you can just call me Balford. Okay. Uh, how are you doing today? Uh, doing pretty well. After morning patrol, I had enough time. I was able to eat some breakfast and make it here. Mmm. Interesting response. It shows that you care about what you do in life. While also showing that you are not perfect and that you are taking care of yourself. I like it. Another good response from all of you. Now, I will say, I told Horatio this when he, after I asked him, but the question, how are you doing, gives more answers than just a person's state. It tells you a lot more about the way they think. And now, if you're all prepared, I will give you the details of this quest. Let's, <clears throat> let's get on with it. So, um, he... I'm just real quick. Oh, sorry. Yep. No, you go. Um, real quick. Um, you said like you liked all our answers, but like, is there like a particular answer you liked best? Like, were you grading us? Like, I'm, I'm just you know a little curious. It wasn't a grade. It was more or less a a good, what some would say, conversation style. But it helps me get a read on those who I talk to. Also, for your question of my favorite answer so far, my favorite answer has been... <clears throat> and he tries to do a voice with this. Well, I'm here now, aren't I, old man? <laughs> Oh, I don't know why. That one got me. 
I wasn't prepared for it. It was the first time I'd given a quest to someone instead of receiving a quest. So the f <laughs> I was not expecting a uh, such an improper response. <laughs> oh, oh, such a good time. Now, <clears throat> as for the details of said quest. I know I've been telling you that you will be escorting me, but a uh, unroll unfurls like a a map of the continent uh, to be created at a later date. Because <laughs> I have been busy this week, uh, and as he goes, he goes, he points to a city not too far away, but there is a sizable forest in between this this tavern and that city. And he goes, here, my home of Hollow Hill. I need you to escort me to this city, but I need to be there within about a week's time, which is why I'm having you escort me through the fungal forest nearby. If you guys would like to roll history on Hollow Hill, you may. Is there a particular, like, do you want, like, two people to do it? I don't know exactly how you rule the you, skill check. Usually, usually if I say, uh, if anyone would like to, that's just an invitation to whoever wants to roll history, they can. If I want specific people to roll, I will say I want only one person or uh, these characters can roll. Okay, awesome. Thank you. No problem. Uh, let me know when everyone has rolled who wants to roll. Also, Arth getting a nat 20. Yeah, oh. I'm proud of him. Okay, so... Ba -ba -ba -ba. In the case of multi-rolls, uh, the standard thing I've seen is just going with the first one, which yep, was very good. Yeah. That's alright. So, Arth... Um, Arth, Horatio and fable you guys would know that for one hollow hill is kind of a newer city it's very nice um but also getting into hollow hill is very difficult like not the most difficult thing in the world but there's a lot of paperwork and a lot of things you have to do to be allowed entry and if you live there, you're not, like, the biggest deal, but it's pretty impressive nonetheless. Uh, I would say Orville and Vaughn, uh, man, it's just another city. Uh, yeah. Cool. Um, now, once you have escorted me to the city... I have prepared your reward. One, and like he kind of does like a almost like a um, a minor illusion, and pops up with five tickets that say entry. I will be giving you each your own personalized entry ticket into Hollow Hill, which is very difficult to come by in these days. But on top of that. I'll be giving you your own personal building to do as you see fit. But 
That is, if you can complete the quest and get me to where I need to be. You'll just give us a building? Yes. Like I said, plant the seeds that I will no longer be sitting under. Real estate's not So, like... Yes, Arth. Oh, I think that was that was Chris. Oh, uh, he, I just uh, made an offhand comment that real estate isn't cheap. Oh yes, I know, I know. But at the same time, what's more important is uh, not whether the place is expensive. It's about who's going to be living in that place that matters more. I'm hoping... <laughs> I'm hoping that with this I can provide the city with more... Not talent, per se, but more people that want to make a difference in the world. And so, like, for this escort mission, is there a particular obstacle we're going to be facing or like where's the danger here because this seems a little simple well i will say the fungal forest uh, nearby has been uh, somewhat testy lately he kind of like gives that like like wince and like squint like yeah, a little bit And, like, what exactly goes along with Testy? Is that, like, the forest itself, the things within it? Is someone doing something bad in there? Well, as long as we don't go to the heart of the forest, we'll be fine, I I believe. He, like, kind of strokes his beard and thought. But there has been a few bandits that think that they can run and do whatever they please inside said forest. Now, I am a wizard of some renown. I could ease most likely I could, you know, send them packing on their way. But this is one of my nicer robes, and I would like to keep it clean for when I get back home. These bandits sound like fun guys. Ah and then he thinks about it like Oh. You're clever. Bandits, they go by name, I might know them. Uh, well, I haven't really gotten a name from them, but... I'm sure if you want to ask them, they'll probably tell you. You know how it is. Uh, they don't seem like the question-asking type. Yeah, most likely not. Oh, I get it. Oh, that was funny. The 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 fun guys. I get it because it's a, a fungal forest. Oh, I got it. okay. Oh, yes, yeah, that was hilarious. Under his breath. <laughs> Sorry, what what did you say? I didn't quite hear you over there. I said, uh, oh, oh, deer. There's probably deer in the forest. Like, oh, deer. Yes, yeah. I like deer. They're very neat animals. Yes. That's exactly mm-hmm. what yeah. I was saying. I, totally I think agree. I like I think I like you all. This is gonna be great. Well, I know I like you all, so this is that's perfect. 
Yay! <laughs> so far. Well, excellent. Seems we all love each other. So, let's, uh... Is there anything else we need to discuss, or shall we get on our way? Uh, just a moment. I'd like to pay off my tab before I leave. If you would all like to discuss amongst yourselves what you may be able to do in, in case of a combat scenario, I'm going to go pay this off. And, like, he gets up, does a big stretch, grabs his staff, and kind of, like, shambles over to the counter ever so slowly, just taking his time. No hurry. All right. Huh. It's going to be a few years, so... <laughs> I can hit things so, like, with, with, with weapons. I'd be concerned if you couldn't. I mean, some of us don't use weapons, per se. You know, magic and such. I guess you wouldn't know anything about that. Alright. This is gonna be one of the... So what do you do? Uh, was that question directed at Fawn? Yes, it, it was. Oh, I, uh... Besides have a big mouth. <laughs> <laughs> well, if you must know, I'm a skilled swordsman. say a specialist in asset reacquisition. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, I'm I can do some magic and um, you know, I can help lift everyone's attitudes. That's kind of my whole deal. Excellent. If you all like music, of course. And you too, the quiet ones over there. Um, she'll gesture to Horatio. And I'm sorry, I don't think I got the other Orville. guy's name. Orville. Orville, okay. Yeah, she'll, uh, she'll gesture to Orville and Horatio. Oh, um, well, I've been training. I'm. It's just a big deal. All of a sudden, we're going to such a. I mean, it's a city, right? That's that's bigger than that's bigger than a village, and I'm sure they have like a huge guard there, and I can guard. I can, I can guard. Let me tell you, I'm the best guard in my village. The best volunteer guard in my village. Um. But man, and uh, I'm gonna let you in on a little secret. I got some range too. You can, like, throw things? That's amazing. Uh, things is a relative term, and you, you notice a tiny little glint in his eyes kind of changes from the youthful, uh, bright-eyed, bushy tail to a kind of darker mask behind it, and it just disappears. <laughs> I'll take your word for it. I do magic. Um, I help out here and there. Uh, uh, you'll you'll see. It's it's not a it's anything super useful, but I can handle myself in a fight. I'm sure you'll be so helpful. Like, don't even worry about it. In 
what of you our... just hear from the counter. Sorry, go ahead. All right, so here's your here's your copper, and like the the waitress who is a uh, very motherly in appearance, like somewhat stout, uh, but like she has like somewhat like chubby cheeks, very happy, uh, like a big old smile on her all the time, just like oh. Well, thank you, Balford. Come back anytime. Oh, you know I will, Maureen. It's been a pleasure. And he, uh, you know, saunters back to the table. Well, whenever the five of you are ready, I have prepared a cart. Does anyone know how to drive a cart? Uh, checks character I failed the test. I failed the test like a few times, so I think it's best I don't. Uh, I mean, I can try. How different is it from a boat? Um, I am a folk hero. I was pretty sure I did that, so I should be able to drive. Hmm. I could give it a try. I haven't driven in a minute, but should be okay. All right, then. And, like, uh, Balfour just kind of, like, gestures for everyone to follow him from the table. And, uh, everyone roll perception check as you're starting to walk out. Ooh. Oh, Arth. Oh, my gosh. I have expertise in perception. Why roll so low? Mood. Uh, Orville. Okay, Orville's the last one. Oh, wait, no, I, there he is. Yeah, he's in the middle. Um, <laughs> Fable Arth. So as you guys are all walking together, Balfour goes, ah, there it is, and kind of gestures towards, and Vaughn, Orville, and uh, Horatio, you all see, like, this nice carriage with, like, all, like a roof, like a, a, like a um, cloth roof kind of thing being pulled by two horses and then uh arth and fable you realize that like that's not your cart he's pointing to he's pointing to this one cart being pulled by like a singular horse with no roof hey ah, cart um, cart. rustic ah yes well, i mean to be honest, the canopy in the fungal forest can hang somewhat lower, and I don't. It'd be a shame to actually put up the roof for this one, so. And, like, he starts to hop in, and, like, he puts one foot up, and he's just like, okay, come on! Come on! And, like, he started to use his staff to try to, like, prop himself up to get into the cart itself. Uh, Vaughn will hop up into the cart and then immediately help go to help. <laughs> Alright, um... You, you just, like, you get into the cart, no problem, and, like, you give him a hand, like, oh, well, thank you. Thank you very much. Ah. <clears throat> and, uh, he's going to hold out the map. Who would like to take the map of the continent? Um, if no one else does, Fable will. That's fine right. with me. I'm just here to drive, I guess. Absolutely. Alright, so, Fable, you grab the map, and as, uh, Arth, you start to, you know, strap in and get ready to 
pool said carriage. Uh, I think this is a good spot to take a quick uh, bathroom break if anyone needs it. Go get a drink, do such and such. Sounds good. I would uh, love that. Thank cool. you very much. I will stay behind for a moment until someone else gets back. That way we can rotate so the stream isn't just empty. So after loading up the cart with Balfour Bowton and the five uh, heroes of this tale, I'm going to need... You know, one second. Arth, can you make me a vehicle check? And if you don't have proficiency in vehicles, just roll me a d20 straight. I do have prof proficiency in vehicles. Okay, so you... Oh, sorry. I'm just guessing I roll a d20 with my proficiency bonus. Indeed. Okay. Uh, advanced dice roller, 1d20 plus... Not six, I accidentally held down on that too long. <laughs> oh, that's a good, sexy 11. Not, not bad, not bad. Fable, you said you had the map? Um, totally, yeah. Alright, roll me survival with advantage. Oh, fuck. Okay. Yep. If you, if you roll multiple times, we'll just take the first two. Sorry, I'm trying to... Like, does it not roll advantage to the... I don't know. This is the first time I've ever used Beyond 20, and I'm not even really using it. I'm just kind of over here. Yeah, uh, I, it rolled to my... Here, I'm just going to roll twice. Yeah, just roll twice. There is a setting. Yeah, I usually just roll twice, but I I haven't figured out the settings. Okay. That's a 10. And a 17! Oh, got lucky. <laughs> Alright, so, as the two of you are kind of, like, cooperatively trying to get this wagon where it needs to go, Fable, you start to look at the map, and you're like, okay, so, if we start heading north and then go northeast, we should make it pretty good time. Meanwhile, Arth, uh, driving is kind of new to you. It's like, my it's first not... time in a while. Yeah, it's, it's like, huh, getting on the ye, ye old bicycle again, as it were. Um, not the easiest thing, as you do hit, like, a couple of bumps in the road. At one point, Balfour Bowton, who was taking a nap, just like, but ah, okay, okay. Sorry, uh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Oh, it's, it's, it's quite alright, just, oh my goodness, my old heart. Does anyone have Revivify? I, I might need it soon. <laughs> Balfour, we're level one. <laughs> <laughs> Right. What's, what's this level concept then? What's a what's a level? Is that what the young youths are calling themselves when they're new at this? It's the new YOLO. It's level one. Right, so you ah. see, there's multiple levels to this level ah. system, and it's generally used what? for marketing. So you can call it ah. system. It's a scheme of sorts. Yeah, ah, it just takes a, a pyramid shape because the higher up you get. Oh, well, good thing I'm not in any kind of pyramid schema who what's it or whatever. 
I do know that if I sell enough of these uh, baked goods, I can get my own t cart that's even better than the one I own. All I have to do is put in hard work. Yep. Yeah, totally. Mm -hmm. Um, this is Ben. Is he describing a multi-level marketing scheme? <laughs> yes, yeah, that's what we're talking about, Ben. <laughs> I'm just really slow, but okay. Thank you, Balford. <laughs> ah, no problem. No problem. And as you guys are uh, going through, at first the forest is uh pretty basic. You know, trees. You see some woodland critters moving along, but as you go deeper and deeper into this forest. Uh, it starts off simple and plain, like there's some mushrooms at the base of a tree. There's a couple mushrooms just on a log that's, you know, growing moss. About a few hours in, maybe three hours, the mushrooms are very big. Like, Cinderella and Wonderland style big. At one point you watch like two squirrels run across the road and they have mushrooms on their backs. Like backpacks? <laughs> Yeah, like backpacks, as Hell I, like, yeah. my first thought was it was growing out of them. I wanted to be backpacks. They're backpacks. Is that these parts? What's up? Like the squirrels. Oh, the squirrels. Oh, you mean the mushrooms, right? Yes. Well, you well, considering the fact that this forest is mainly shroom in its own right, I feel as though nature has kind of course-corrected itself to adapt. What happens if you eat those? You know, I haven't really tried any yet. And, like, as you, the cart is moving, it kind of, like, plucks a small mushroom off, like, the side of a tree. Balfour, um, you're not a dwarf. Please don't eat it. I'm not, I, what, like, he kind of, like, blushes, like, I wasn't going to eat it. What are you, my wife? <laughs> I mean, you don't know if it's, like, a real trippy time or something. Well, maybe Balford does. I'll eat it. You'll eat it? I yeah. might not be the best idea to be eating strange mushrooms in a strange forest. No fun. No. I mean, go ahead. Maybe the fun kind. Mushrooms sprout out of your ears. You can't come blaming me. It's not. He like hands you the mushroom. Do you eat it? Yeah, he eats it. Oh, no nature check or anything. Ro roll me a constitution saving throw. I expected that one. This is like frat boy behavior. No, I'm, I'm playing. That's what he is. Hmm? Um... Chewy. Not much flavor, though. It's just really chewy. Nothing really happens. It's a mushroom. Mushroom. You know, I didn't see, like, anything cool. No, not yet. Oh, everything's pink all of a sudden. <laughs> really? <laughs> no, it's just you. Oh. <laughs> Whatever. She'll go back to giving poor directions. And I'll go back uh, to driving poorly. I think I think that the reason this this is this is just me. Uh, I think part of the reason that the driving's going so poorly is that she does know where they're going. She's just giving the directions like half a second too late. <laughs> like a lagging GPS, just like in two hundred feet, turn left. Recalculating. 
You turn. Exactly. She's too busy chatting to, to give directions, and then she's <clears> like, oh, turn here, and it's it's the turn right now, yeah. Well, <clears throat> so far, so good. The nice canopy under the, the mushrooms is pretty nice. And as, uh, you know, a wind blows through, um, some spores start to move along with the breeze. Uh, not really hitting you guys, just going in front of you. You guys can see it, though. Like, the wind blows and the spores just... Like a cloud. Oh, that's interesting. Can I do some sort of check to see if that's going to be a problem? Uh, roll nature? Cool. I get the feeling that Horatio is the best for rolling nature in our group, so this is great. Nature's intelligence. Um, I mean, don't breathe it. (laughs) Don't breathe too hard in that. Got it. Is it in our vicinity, just for clarification, or is it just kind it's of... Like, it's like, it's along the path, but like, as you guys get nearer, closer and closer to it, it kind of like, d- disperses. Okay. Cool. Yes. Ah, I can't wait to get back home to my lovely rocking chair. Sit next to the fire, have my arcane familiar to go get me a cup of water. Maybe some coffee, if I'm feeling extra spicy that evening. Oh. I know, I'm living the high life, aren't I? Oh, very much so. Very much so. <clears throat> Anyways, and Vaughn's gonna like, start looking around on like the tree line. Specifically, keeping an eye out for bandits because he said that we're bandits. Alright, uh, roll me a perception check. Okay. But are the bandits, like, sexy though? So. That is a 12. That's important. 12. Give me one second. Yeah, this one will work. Oh, what? There it goes. So as, like, you're watching a tree line, you see, like, you you hear, like, a, uh, a rustling, like, in some bushes nearby. And as, like, you start to peer closer, just like, what in the... You watch as a deer pops out, but instead of antlers, it has mushrooms. Ah. Oh. I ah, see. There's a deer I was talking about. Oh, dear. Lovely. I hate it. Ugh. I'm going to get a profit. Yep. That's me. Say, about how <coughs> big is this forest? Oh, it should be about uh, two to three days travel by cart. Oh, lovely. Yes, but I have to be there within a week, so we have plenty of time. No need to rush, no need to, you know, agitate the horses. It's a nice, cool, calm ride through the nice, fresh forest. I'm 
Sure. I feel like you totally jinxed us when you said, like, we have plenty of time, and now there's going to be, like, a big old thing where, like, we're going to get <laughs> stuck somewhere, and then we're going to waste all the time, and we're going to be super late, and everything's going to get messed up. And no, I'm just no, saying, it's, you probably that's, it. that's improbable. Why would, how would we get stuck that I couldn't fix? Uh, I'm, I mean, I don't know the extent of your abilities, so, like, maybe we won't get stuck. That'd be like, convenient. You say, I don't know the extent of your abilities. He goes, well, and he like kind of rolls up his, his sleeves. He goes, I'm not bound for the mountain bountain for nothing. And like he like brings out his wizard book, which is pretty thick. Like thick, thick with three C's, almost four. And then he fireballs the whole party. <laughs> yes. Okay. Yes, Balfour the Mountain Mountain. I chose it myself because it rhymed. That's awful. I love it. This works for both. I know, right? <clears throat> my my old companions were like, "Why are you Why are you naming yourself a mountain? You're not You're not sturdy. You You can probably get blown away by a, a, a large breeze." And I said, "It's an intimidation factor." It'll confuse my opponents. They hear the name Balford the Mountain Mountain. They're expecting like an eight-foot-tall Goliath. Meanwhile, the, a young, very handsome man with a book comes out and starts casting spells. They'll know, never know what to do. Has that historically worked? Absolutely not, but I hope... Excellent. I think it's like really, really cool and really smart. So like, <laughs> thank you. One time, someone was very confused. I didn't cast any earth spells, and they were like, "Why are you called the mountain?" I said, "Well, it's an intimidation factor." Um, I'm just gonna do a brief uh, interruption. I usually try to do thank yous in chat, but my friend Jake, who is blind, just hosted the stream, and I wanted to thank him audibly, so just in case he's having a hard time with his text to speech. Um, thank oh, you for the okay. host, Jake. I love you so much. And thank I will you. And my interruption now. <clears throat> um. And as you guys are conversing along the trail. Uh, everyone, roll perception except for Fable and Arth. Get fucked, I guess. Me, me, Arth. Mm -hmm. Y'all be driving. Oh, I assumed it was like a passive perception thing or something. Oh, uh, no. I don't really use perception. passive perception. Ah, gotcha. Um, alright. Uh. <clears throat> So, uh, Horatio Vaughn, you two are, like, kind of staying vigilant a little bit, like, aha, funny, you know, funny stories and such. Um, Vaughn, you start to see, like, like a figure moving behind some mushrooms. Horatio, you see a goblin moving behind a mushroom. Um, green friend, uh... Vaughn's going to immediately pull out one of his daggers and throw it at the figure in the bushes. Alright, roll to hit with disadvantage. Alrighty. 
There's me actions. Oh, that first one was a crit. But the second one is a hit. I assume it's a 19. Yeah, it does hit. Oh my gosh. You just... You just... I don't think he would have gotten sneak attack because I only uh, yeah, so if someone is standing just next to them. Oh. Piercing damage. You just you get one of these guys just ah! and like you just hear behind the mushrooms like, oh my god, Jerry, are you okay? I'm fine, it's just my leg. I said, who the fuck did that? And, like, you see as now, like, a group of goblins start to come out, like, What the hell? Why are you sneaking? We're not sneaking! We're picking mushrooms! And you notice they have, like, baskets on their backs filled with different mushrooms. And they also have, like, um, swords in the baskets as well, and crossbows. Yeah. No! <laughs> uh, they have daggers, but that's for cutting mushrooms. They was gonna ask that, uh... Arth, like, stop the, the, the cart. I will try to stop the cart. Uh, um, I think it wouldn't be that hard, but, you know, you, you kind of pull on the reins, the horse, <laughs> clip, 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 clop, clop, and, uh, like, wh why? Why did you throw a it dagger was, at him? It was gonna jump out, and, um, Go over to the one that got injured. You see, like, a dagger sticking out of his, like, right thigh. Um, if you don't mind, I can I can heal that. I'm really sorry about, like, my friend. He was just being, you know, like, you know, stupid. He was trying to hit the, the mushrooms and stuff because he thought that would look cool, but now he looks kind of stupid. Uh, can I heal that for you, though? Can you roll deception first? Oh, totally. Wow, are you kidding me? Wow, the highest was a seven out of the four of them. And, they're all, and they all like shake their heads like, oh yeah, no, that makes sense. You know when you like want to show off to your friends and you oh, know, yeah. you guys get it. <clears throat> yeah. Oh yeah, no, no. Like, you know, Russo over there, he likes to like pick too many mushrooms and like break his basket almost. And you see, like, one of the goblins, like, one of his baskets has, like, big, thick mushrooms in there. And, like, it looks like it's been, like, really bad patch jobs all over it. I mean, like, the more mushrooms, the merrier, right? Russo's just like, yeah! But yeah, she'll, she'll cast a quick cure wounds, um, mm -hmm. kind of pull the dagger out of the goblin's le leg Ow! as pain painlessly as possible. Uh, it still hurts. It still kind of hurts. Uh, should I cast the cure wounds into the roll twenty? Uh, yeah, if you can. So. Okay, you you fully heal him, and it, like his like the wound starts to seal up, and like um all that's left is like some bleeding that was off like coming up down his leg, but like the wound itself is like closed up well. 
Oh, that feels better. Again, we're like really sorry about that that whole thing. I um, hope there's no hard feelings. Um, again, yeah. just a little fooling around. We were moving a little too fast for that kind of stuff, you know? Yeah, we're, we're, I mean, like, I guess it's kind of our fault we're in the mushroom, like, we're behind mushrooms, but we're not going to walk along the trail, that's where the carts go. No, 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 you're just, you're just fine, it totally wasn't your guys' fault, just freak accident, you know, those kind of things happen. Uh, yeah, yeah, I, you, you okay, man? So, yeah, no, no, the, the leg's doing better. <laughs> alright, alright. Uh, li listen... <clears throat> We we have a small village, uh, you know, a couple paces east of here. Uh, if you ever want to stop by and not, you know, stab our friends, you can. But please, in the future, like, don't just throw a dagger before you know something's hostile. Oh, uh, you oh, don't of course, wanna... of course. I'm gonna roll one thing real quick. Sorry, Chris, you're about to say something. Uh, wow. It's it's not it's on a board. It is. Vaughn complained, like, well, generally, when I ask questions first, I generally get the knife first. <coughs> Throw daggers first, ask questions later. Otherwise... Well, we ask the questions. Arthur's <laughs> just really confused. Like, so confused. Look, you guys, by what is going you guys on. Use gold? Like, you guys use currency of the realm? Uh, yeah, we do, actually. Here, and he's gonna pull a gold piece in flip it to the guy he oh. accidentally stabbed. It's like, there. Uh, official apology from me. Oh, and like, he hands you back your dagger, like, hey, you know what? It, it happens. Freak accident, you know. Exactly. And, like, I just hope we can all go about our day and um, <clears throat> no hard feelings. Yeah. Uh, I hope you all have a wonderful time out here picking mushrooms and all that. Good luck. Oh, uh, maybe we'll stop you. by your, your town. Hey, hey, just just so you know, be careful of just, you know, randomly throwing daggers at stuff. The, the forest I'll is dangerous. Sure. Yeah, the, the juggling thing will have to stop while we're moving, so I'll be sure to make sure, like, everyone knows that, and that's completely clear. But thank you. She'll hop oh. back onto the cart. Oh, yeah, no, no problem. It's just, like, there are, like, you're lucky that one of these wasn't one of the, uh, the fun, the the werblins. The the what? The werblins, yeah. The 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 fungus people. History check? Question mark? Would she know anything about like? Uh, it would that be more of. It'd be more of a nature slash arcana check. Cool. Is that like something I'm allowed to roll? Yeah. Uh, I'd say like since you all heard it, you all can roll it if you want. Ooh. Wow. <laughs> and my luck has run out. Oops. So Arcana or Nature? Wow. Okay, wow. Oh, thank God. <laughs> yeah, Arcana or Nature, whichever is better for you. <laughs> wow. <laughs> so, Vaughn, you're just like, mushroom people don't exist. They probably saw something. So, I'm going like, to read out the rolls real fast. Yeah, because because um, we do have a viewer who can't see the rolls, so we have yeah. a natural one from Vaughn. We got a fifteen from Arth, an eighteen from Orville, a seven from Horatio, and a five from uh, Fable, which is also a natural one. 
which is also a natural one. Yeah. So Fable and Vaughn. Fable, you're like, I have never heard of mushroom people. I've heard of mushrooms that like do fantastical things, but not people made of mushrooms. Um Horatio, uh you're just like I mean like I, I saw a deer with mushrooms on its head. It's possible they're mushroom people. Arth, you may have heard of this before in the past, just like like when you're looking up like rare and spices and stuff, like mushroom people like there are some like very dark recipes. And like some people don't really view werblins as people. And they're like, "Oh yeah, werblin sautéed, you know. Not great." That is not the kind of recipe that Arth is interested in cooking. Exactly. But like you've heard of it, like sometimes chefs just like do whatever. Like they, you notice, they push the um, boundaries in the wrong way. Arth kind of does like a cold shiver type Ooh. of motion, thinking about the fact that sometimes people cook and eat these beings. Yeah. Uh, Orville, you actually had a run-in with one of these things before. Uh, while you were volunteering with the guard at one point, uh, a whirlwind started to come towards the town, and everyone panicked because big mushroom man. And, like, he is... They are fully made of mushrooms. There's no, like, humanoid... like. It's humanoid mushroom, essentially. Uh, and the one thing you remember mostly is they could shoot out spores that were really annoying to deal with. And they also had, like, a poisonous dart they would fire out. Okay. Uh, so, are, are those Warblins like... This is Orville, by the way. Mm-hmm. Warblins are like those, those mushroom people. Like, we had one of those run through the village back in the day. And, I mean, spores everywhere, I tell you. So, are, is that what we're talking about? Oh, yeah, werblins. Like, actual mushroom people. I didn't know what that was called, man. Yeah, the, the, the scariest thing about them is, in this forest, if they're not moving, they look like regular mushrooms. You, yeah. You've got to be careful about so, like, throwing them daggers. Yeah, you just made the forest, like, a whole bunch scarier, so that's cool. Thank you for the warning. Well, you know, they're and not, yeah. like, they're not aggressive unless you get to the heart of the forest. But you gotta be careful, oh, well. you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's, we will definitely not try not to start shit with the, uh, the mushroom people. Any other, like, warnings or, um, tips and tricks for the fungal forest? Um, do any of you speak Sylvan real quick? Uh, yes. He just says in Sylvan, one of the goblins actually speaks in Sylvan and says, They understand this language. We don't know what it's called, though. Uh, she'd respond in, in Sylvan, like, that's really good to know. Thank you. Oh, yeah, but this is all they speak, like, still speaking in Sylvan. So we had to learn. <laughs> Are you guys, like, allies or, like, friends with them? Or is it just, like, sometimes you talk to them and they talk to you? It's more or less, like, we're picking mushrooms and we accidentally grab one of their children because they're staying oh. still. And then we yeah, have to, that's... like, let them know we're not actually stealing their children. Yeah, that could be an issue. So Yeah, be, mm -hmm. be careful. Good to know. 
Um, Fable's gonna look back to Horatio and like... So that mushroom earlier, that one was like a normal one, right? Yes. Uh, he kind of looks good. unsure. <laughs> uh, anyway. <laughs> Meanwhile, just inside the stomach, HELP ME! Uh, I hate to imply. DM, just but I have a little question. So, Vaughn doesn't speak Sylvan, but he speaks Elvish. Would he have at least picked up some of that, or are they two completely different languages? It's it's kind of like how there's Chinese, but there's Mandarin Chinese, and there's other types of Chinese. It's kind of like that. Like, you kind of get it, but not really. So I just heard something about mushrooms and people, but that's about it. <laughs> that's about it. Okay. Um, Alright, yeah. well, um, we'll be on our way if you guys um <clears throat> don't need anything else or again I'm oh, really yeah. sorry about that whole deal. Ah, it's okay. Uh if you see one of our uh if you find a store where are you guys going to? I, I can assume you're going to uh you know you know Hollow Hill because the path but yes, you know that is where we're going. <laughs> yeah if if you get to Hollow Hill one of our one of our, like, tribe mates actually set up a shop there for mushroom stuff. Well, that is absolutely wonderful to know. We'll have to stop by. Yeah, it's called the, it's called the, uh, he, I think he started to call it the tight squeeze, and we all told him, no, come on, Ben, that's a terrible name. Call it the not mushroom. <laughs> That is really, really funny. I really like that name. Which one did he go with? He's, he called it not mushroom, but that's because like literally everyone told him to do it. Well, that's really good to know. Thank you. Oh yeah, no. Uh, be careful. Also, uh, you'll know if you're in the heart of the forest when there's a fog. If you see fog, go around. Do. I'll try. We'll see how good uh, my driving improves as uh, I get back in the swing of things. Arthur, you're doing uh, wonderfully. Alright, bye-bye! And, like, the goblins kind of go off in their own way to, like, pick off more mushrooms. I'm not gonna lie. If Vaughn had actually killed that goblin, wow, right. that would have been bad. Look, man, the wizard said there was bandits, there was some ruffling in the bushes. And no, you're valid. You're 100% valid. No, he didn't see what it was. He just saw Rufflin. You, you throw daggers first. I, I do Vaughn have was an completely fair and in character. I have an important comment from chat from Ken Jake Twitch. Uh, he says they should have called it the fun guy. <laughs> Damn, that would be good. That joke was made earlier by Horatio, so... Yeah, but Jake wasn't yeah. here yet. <laughs> oh, that'll do it. Well, they can both be original. Yeah, you're both good original. Good news. Good news, fun guy has come up and will continue to probably come up. I can't wait. It's a thing now. <laughs> Fuck. Ah, yes. But yeah, um, Fable will jump back onto the cart, um, look over at Vaughn, and. Oh dear. That was. unfortunate. Vaughn says nothing, but gives you a look. 
and start sulking in the, like the back of the cart. Well, leave it there. well, no one died. Honestly, yeah. I mean, to be fair, and he looks over to Vaughn. If it were my party back in the day, we really didn't ask questions. And you know, that was before. Oh, you know, the the current laws were passed, and all races are to supposed to be created equal, which I agree with. But not not everyone agreed back then. So, right. Uh, everyone, roll I, a history check. I agree with that too. For the record, that all races are created equal. I agree. Wow. <laughs> one more time. No, no, the first one is a nat 20. You're good. I rolled so, a nat 20, then a nat 1, and I didn't notice the nat 20, so we all over wow. the place tonight. Orville roles, got a modified one. That's the impressive. The are, just so we can make sure everyone knows, uh, Fable yes. got a natural 20 with a 24. Uh, uh, Horatio got a non-natural 20. Uh, Arth got an 11, Orville got a non-natural 1, and Vaughn got a 21. Okay, so this kind of makes sense. So, Orville, you're 18. Pfft, history. Yeah, you know, stuff happened. You haven't really studied up on a lot of history lately. Yeah, uh, politics was never my thing. Yeah, you, you just want to be a good guard. Uh, meanwhile, Fable uh, and uh, Horatio, being that you guys are non-human uh, characters, you guys would know like about like maybe a hundred years ago, maybe maybe more. Like people did not see every race as equals. Like tieflings were like despised by a lot of people. Um, orcs were disliked. Uh, like a lot of there's just a lot of racism, but after a unifying of the uh, of the multiple different like species and races over a common goal, which was fable as you remember, uh, there was a unhindered evil that was trying to wipe out life, and it took all the races coming together to stop it. Um, Vaughn, you remember like you know you remember hearing like. Oh yeah, people like people were just kind of shitty. Like you didn't know why, but like humans used to just be shitty to like other races. Didn't really make sense to you. Can you imagine a world where humans used to be shitty to other races? I know, right? How crazy. It, it it's almost insane. But, uh, yeah, as, uh, as, uh, Balford was talking, he goes, Oh, yeah, back in my day, we used to, you know, fire first, ask questions later. I remember we found, we accidentally torched a merchant camp because we thought it was a bandit camp we were looking after, we were looking out for. Uh, whew. it was, it was not a good look, to say the least, I, I, I still regret that one. Still regret it. Yeah, I definitely probably would have kept that to myself if I'd done that, but um, I super appreciate your honesty and stuff. 
No, no, no. Listen, it was, it was a different time back then. Things, you know, I'm getting old. Well, you know, like things are still bad, even if it was a little bit ago. Cause, like, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, I mean, it doesn't, you know, things don't just anyway. change because a law is made. Definitely. So we should get going again, though, cause like. Oh, definitely. She'll pull uh, back out the map. Yep. yep. Uh, Arth, give me another vehicle check, and Fable, give me another uh, survival check. Can I uh, assist with the survival check, seeing how Fable is kind of uh, She just rolled a 19, naturally. I'm I'm on girl pass hours right now, so. And you. I All got right. an, 18, an 18, a 16 yeah. plus 2. <laughs> so... With the two of you starting to go back into the swing of things, uh, Fable, you're like, okay, now I understand how this map works. Like, you were confused at first because, like, it's a bunch of, like, hexagons. Like, who would make a map in hexagons? And then you're like, oh, wait, wait, wait. The the forest is these hexagons, and then there's the city. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I just have to keep going along this path. Meanwhile, uh, Arthur, you finally like, okay, I understand what the, uh, you know, I understand what I need to do. The horses respond, you know, with uh, positive reinforcement first. Um, but they do need, to, they do need reined in every once in a while because they want to go a little bit fast. Yeah, and it's uh, too bumpy of a road for them to go too fast. So I got to exactly. keep them in check. Yeah. Um, but as you guys are moving along, the, uh, the forest goes from a, you know, canopy from the, the sunlight to a canopy of the moonlight. And eventually Balfour goes, all right, <clears throat> my old back is killing me. But I do believe we need to pull over and rest for the night. Yes, it would be wise. I'm not too keen on traveling at night through here. Do we see anywhere that is a good spot to... Uh pull over and like have not be too exposed to potential bandits there is a very large mushroom nearby is it a like, being roll insight or nature depending uh, I guess I'll do insight uh, can't you uh, that, that was a, a natural, natural one, one. Uh, ours oh. Correct me if I'm wrong, but I heard a story that Fairbogs could talk to plants? Was that just a fable? Uh, mm. The other word, not <laughs> name, but... Uh... <laughs> I've never played one before. Out of character, Fairbogs, I'm pretty sure, can talk to plants. Yeah, speech, speech of beast and leaf. I can communicate, though not understand beasts and plants, and have advantage on charisma checks to influence them. Alright, uh, if you would like to, you can talk to this mushroom. Um, excuse me, uh, Mr. Fun Guy, are, <coughs> are you cool with us resting by you? Can you, uh, like, let me know? What, what, oh, oh, hey, you know, Flesh Walkers, how you doing? Uh, Is he so far so good. Stuff? I'm like, probably talking in... Um, well, I don't speak Sylvan. I speak... Discord preview, go away. 
a common <laughs> Elvishan giant. Hmm. Most likely, like it's kind of like a um. What does the skill actually say for it? Before it, we continue, I don't necessarily um, understand them. The fear bulks. Yeah, they I, can. It's a one-way communication, to my knowledge. Ah, okay. And it's considering that this, whether or not you rule this like entity as plant and or animal, can influence whether or not like how the mm. communication works, because the communication only uh, applies to plants and animals, but... Like, this you're the DMs, so yes. if you want it to talk back, it can talk back, but it doesn't I, have I to I thought back. it was a two-way channel, like speech with plant, or another spell of that nature. My apologies. <laughs> uh, undo that scene real quick. Uh, as you talk to this mushroom, it doesn't really move uh, to, your, to your voice, so you believe it's a plant? Um, I think it's a plant. Maybe we could, I don't know, do mushrooms like water? We could maybe give it an offering of water and hope that it is at peace with us using it as kind of a shelter? I mean, like, so you guys probably didn't understand. I don't know if any of you know Sylvan, but the goblin back there said that they only speak that. So, like, I don't know if, like, they're super savvy to common. Well, why don't you ask, uh... Our good friend here, if he doesn't mind us sleeping underneath his, uh, what do you call the top part of the mushroom? It's a mushroom cap. Sleeping under his cap. Ah. I think you are. Um, that is a very good suggestion, Vaughn. Uh, she'll turn to the mushroom, walk a little closer, and be like, There, um, sorry to bother you, I know it's kind of late, but... Would it be cool if we, like, slept here? And that's going to be all in Sylvan. Uh, there's not a response. Do you think maybe it's just a non-talking big... Yeah, it's probably just a normal one, then. It didn't say anything. So, like, maybe it's just a normal one. I think we're good to set up. All right, let's set up. Get get my bed roll out. All right, and as you guys set up, um, who would like to? Would you guys like to do like nightly watches? Uh, I yeah, think I, we would, and Vaughn will volunteer yeah. for the first watch. Hell yes, I can do a second watch. I can do a third. Are we going to double up on watches, or just one for each? Do we have enough people to double up? We have six, including our, our wonderful N NPC wizard. If I guess we could double up. You really if trust the old man with standing a watch? Dude fell asleep like five times. I with the most perceptive. Well, <laughs> Vaughn, you, you say that, you look over, and like Balfred is just like... Like, he's sitting down underneath the uh, mushroom, and, like, you can already tell, like, his eyes are starting to close. He's just like... Uh, uh, yeah, no, that's that's not happening, guys. It's the thought that counts or something. Well, if anyone needs help on their watch, they can wake me up. I also will volunteer to help at any time. I mean, you're still growing, kid. You should probably get your rest. 
Yeah, but it's guarding. It's it's kind of my thing. I mean, I'm not particularly per- or I'm a little tiny bit perceptive. But if you want to help, you could help. Sounds good to me. I will help. Cool. Second watch. All right. So, Vaughn, you said you were taking the first watch, correct? Yes, I would like to do that. All right. Uh, as you guys set up a small camp of sorts, you know, bedrolls on the ground, maybe like a small fire. Since this is at night... Uh, I will say roll perception with disadvantage because you are human and you do not have night vision. I do not. And I'd also say maybe partway through Vaughn's watch he starts like practicing some like fencing footwork, stuff like that. But yeah. Alright. Oh. Wow. Only a little bit accidentally kicks Fable. <laughs> like, oh, sorry. So, Didn't mean to. With, uh, with disadvantage, Vaughn gets a 21. His other role was a 25 on perception. So, with the 21, uh, as you, as everyone like starts to fall asleep, um, you're like, okay, well, I got, I got to look out for mushroom people, and like, I don't think the goblins are too much to worry about, and I don't think the mushroom people are aggressive. So you start practicing your fencing, and as you start practicing your fencing. Some of the mushrooms in the moonlight start to like glow with a bioluminescence and almost makes a spotlight for you as you're practicing your fencing. That's neat. They're fans of yours. But also, I mean, I don't like it. And he's just like, step out of the light, mainly just because he doesn't like being exposed, I guess. Mm hmm. But he does think it's neat. Uh, it doesn't, like, follow you. Okay. So it just stays in that one spot. It just happened that you went there. Okay. Um, however, your watch is pretty uneventful, all things considered. Alrighty. And then next up is... It was going to be Arth and Orville as a all team. Right. Which fearbulgs do not have night vision, so that would make it a straight roll for one of us. Uh, yes. If you well, if one of you wanted to use the help action, yes. I uh, would but, like to use the help action. I think it's more thematic that I would be doing everything I can to make sure that Arth is doing the best watch possible. Aww. Oh. All right. So as Vaughn wake, rouses you to awake, uh, and he himself goes to sleep, you guys see the forest like kind of glowing with like this. Light blue bioluminescence. It's beautiful. So pretty. I guess, should I roll my perception, DM? You may. I got a 15. Okay, 15. So, as the two of you are, like, keeping watch, uh, or, like, Orville is just, like, ready and at attention, like, ready for, like, whatever... And you're like, okay, I gotta look out for stuff. Um, you actually notice, like, as you guys are, like, watching, one of the mushrooms, like, across the road, like, like, shivers for a moment and just... <laughs> and, like, takes a step. And then another. It's about as tall as Orville. 
Okay. Uh, that, that that's a big one. That's that's tall, and it's moving. Um, is it moving ominously? I mean, like it looks like it just woke up from whatever a nap it would take, and like I'm, it doesn't. Oh, I was gonna use my talk to beasts and leaves or whatever, and just say we mean you no harm. We're just adventurers trying to find rest uh, on our travels. Like and it, it can't, just like I can't talk back, but. It looks left, right, and it's just like, and like it starts to go down the path which from whence you guys came. Nice. I think we're good. I think I think we're good. I hope so, Orville. Yeah. Um. Uh. We'll we'll let them know when they wake. I don't think it's worth waking them up. No, I don't think so. Unless it comes back with friends. Yeah, that would be bad. That would not be good. Yeah. So uh, we'll continue our watch, I suppose. Yeah. As you guys continue your watch, eventually, like, the moon goes behind some clouds and the bioluminescence starts to fade. And, like, the forest gets really dark then. Um, however, after, you know, a little bit longer time, eventually you guys' watch comes to an end. Who has the third watch? That would be Horatio. Horatio, as uh, Orville goes... Sorry, I was just saying if Horatio needs help, Mm -hmm. he can wake up Fable. Fable completely willing to do a watch. Sounds good. Uh, Horatio, you wake up to uh, Orville, like, you know, rousing you awake. Mm. Alright. Up. Up. Horatio's gonna kind of Nudge Fable. Hmm, yeah? Oh. Right in you, Oh, yeah. I can totally, yes. Um, she'll get up and stretch. And, uh, before the two of them go to sleep, Orville starts to tell you what happened on the watch. Um, just, just, just so you know, um, we didn't think it was, you know, alarming enough to wake you, but there was one of those big shrooms. It was big, man. It was big like my size and I'm a big guy uh but it kind of woke up and started walking around uh, I didn't didn't come towards us didn't look threatening but it did walk back to down the path of that away so just so you know just so you know you might want to keep an eye out what's a big mushroom between friends well, that's what I'm saying all right but it left, I can't even, like, say hi or anything. I, no, it is. It is gone. Oh, well, maybe we'll see another one. That'd be cool. Alright, uh, the two of you, if you would like to give me perception checks, I believe tieflings do have dark vision. Um, mm. actually, Fable would have cast light on... Probably just like when oh her, yeah, like her loot thing, she doesn't really the dark. like the dog. Yeah. Um, so. so this would this would be rolled at like like a neutral roll at this point. Horatio okay. also seeing that um, Fable cast light is also going to cast light. Aww. Um, and she'll she'll assist like help her, uh, Horatio like keep an eye out if if that's okay like to assist with Horatio's roll instead. 
Uh, that would give Horatio advantage because with light cast, you guys would roll straight at this point. Two of the same. All right, both 17. Both It'd be like that sometimes. Um, so Horatio, as you're you know looking out, like looking left and right, looking to where like uh, Orville was talking about, like you actually see like the ground like tore up where this mushroom person was, and some dirt clods like leading down the pathway. Like you could see where it had been and where it had gone. Um, after you know about. An hour. It's pretty calm night. You hear some rustling in the bushes. Hmm. Oh. Goblins are up late. Hey guys. Yeah, as you get a little closer. As as you say, hey guys, you just see <clears throat> popping out like a frog. <laughs> That was a good frog noise. I was gonna say. Pretty sure she was gonna try to pick him up a little bit. And like, as you pick him up, it, it lets you. It's not like freaking out. Um, you notice like you like there's a fly starting to buzz around you, and the frog shoots out its tongue, and at the end of the tongue is a mushroom. Get it? Fable. Um, yeah. Look. It's a frog. Yeah, that's really cool. Can you see the tongue go? It has mushrooms like everything else here. Do you think the mushroom people have feet? Feet? You know? Because, like, I was thinking about, like, how they walk and stuff. What I was just thinking is? about it. You. Sorry, repeat that. I can't hear you too great. Foot fungus. Mmm, bad. That did not answer my question, and I didn't like the answer. So, here we are, with this frog, in a poor conversation. Fung fungus. It, like, kind of hops out of your hands at this point and starts, like, moving past you guys' cart. I will name him Tungus. Are you uh, gonna, like, keep him as a pet? Tungus yeah. fan club. <laughs> Tungus. I can't control where the frog goes. Are you, like, one of those, like, naturey people who's, like, super in tune with nature and stuff? Is that, like, your whole deal? I, w I wouldn't call myself particularly in tune with nature. That sounds like something someone who's in tune with nature would say. You're as much in tune with it as I am. Mm, doubtful. I prefer, you know, the city life and such. You know, people. I'm a people person. Think people person. Sorry, I think uh, you cut out a little bit, or you're a little too quiet. Can you repeat that? Just a wee bit quiet. Oh, he's just gonna mutter to himself and stare at the frog. 
Cool, cool, cool. Not the chatty type. That's awesome. I can just <laughs> sit here in silence. This is wonderful. She's just gonna kind of keep talking to herself. Um, very uncomfortable with how silent he is. Uh, and after, you know, a little while of, uh, the, you know, the frog Tungus hopping away, after a while, uh, I believe, is there one more watch? Usually it's three. Okay, so, yeah. no. So, yeah, at this point, um, the sun starts to, you know, break through the dawn, and, uh, it's not as worrisome anymore for this wa- for uh, the forest as light starts to cast through the caps and the mushroom and everyone starts to wake up uh, you notice Balfour takes an extra t- long time to really wake up like he wakens but then like he's just like uh, big stretch yeah. Where are we again? We are in Tungus's forest. Who, who's Tungus? I don't know who Tungus is, but we're in the fungal forest and we camped for the night. Ah, oh, right, right. <coughs> Tungus is the frog that Horatio found and named and then talked about a little... And then he continued to talk to the frog instead of me. So that was my night. How was yours? Everyone doing okay this morning? I I guess you could say the frog was riveting company. Oh my gosh. How dare you slash I love you. I could leave, theoretically, but that sounds like too much effort. And the amount of poor jokes. On his choice of company. Ugh. Anyways, mm-hmm. early start. Yeah, we should get moving. So oh, I don't think that at all. I know it. Ah. I'm going to start packing up my bedroll, <laughs> get it on the cart, try to help other people um, with packing up theirs, and then, you know, try to give the horse some carrots that I hopefully have or that uh, Bouton hopefully brought. And, uh,. Try to get it in a good mood, so it's nice to me for driving. Uh, there are some carrots in the in in uh, a bag labeled uh, horse food, um, mainly oats. But like, there's four carrots in there. I will give the horse some oats and half of a carrot. Horatio's gonna try to see if he can gather some of the spores from one of the mushrooms. Uh, make me a nature check then. Good luck. Can I help with that by talking to the mushroom and saying, can we have some of your spores, please? We promise we'll use them wisely. Uh, I'm going to say no because she because uh, they already they, rolled. Yeah, I, 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 I did. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm still you getting good, good at uh, pronouns. I apologize. It's okay. You, I got you it. You got this. Um... But they already rolled, and, like, you take a knife, and you're like, okay, I just gotta scrape gently along the... And, like, you poke a little too hard, and, 
And like you're covered in spores. And that's how Horatio died. I'm fine. I mean, it sounds kind of like Horatio accidentally collected spores, just not in the way that he expected. Yeah, you, I'd say like whatever container you were filling up the spores, you got it half full. Yeah, he's gonna cap that. Uh, mission success. Does Horatio react to it at all? Is it or is it just harmless? Uh, it is harmless. It is not like a. Uh, these are not like super deadly, like uh, insta kill spores. Um, hey Joe, you hit the hot key for auto tune. That was oh, amazing, actually. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, keep um, doing that. Joe has um, hotkeys for voice changes for his streams. Is that better? I want to no, it. it's, yep. it's stuck. Nope. It's nope. Stuck. Oh, come on. <laughs> <laughs> this makes me get the professional. <laughs> this is wonderful, actually. This is how we should do all D&D. &D. <laughs> this, this is what happened in the last session I did with Jim and his group. <laughs> Will you, uh, can you switch it to the robot for a minute? <laughs> I mean, yeah, I can, but... <laughs> and this is D&D, folks. This is D&D. We're serious people. Uh, I played a, uh, a, uh, Warforged, and I used this voice mod. See, that's all Zach needed, was a voice mod. See? Instead of <laughs> Who needs acting? his vocal cords. It sounds like it's back to normal now. Yeah, I fixed it. Uh, <laughs> I was, was I was so good. That Zach, Zach did such a good job with that voice, though. That was so messed up. That shit's hard to do. It hurts your throat. Oh my god, it's awful to do. I don't know how he did it, but Zach is just like that. Sorry, we're talking about not this. No, you're good. Um, so as you guys are uh, making your way through the forest... At this point, I assume you guys have gotten back on the cart and are ready to go. I am ready to go. Yes. Yep. Uh, as you guys get back on the cart, um, Arth, roll vehicle check with advantage. And I will say Fable, at this point, you've... You started to really understand the map, so you can roll a survival check with advantage. You guys are really getting the hang of this. Okay, I'm just going to do it twice, because I don't know how to do advantage in the advanced dice roller. That's so the fine. first one's a 14, the second one's a 14. Wow. Thank God for advantage. Am I right? Yeah. So right. Yeah, oh my God. So, uh, Fable got an 18, but... If they had, if they had, uh, if they didn't have advantage, they would have gotten natural one. Meanwhile, uh, Arth got two 14s, so advantage didn't really affect it. That's D&D, ain't it? That, that's just sometimes the way the cookie crumbles. So as you guys are like, you start making your way through this forest at this point, um, I'm going to move us to here. Um, I do not really have a cart, per se. Just a box. I will. Uh, the cart is imaginary. We actually all made it up on this mushroom trip we're on. So. I do is, like yeah. this, this mushroom map. is very pretty. 
I, I made yeah, it no, myself. I like that map. Holy shit, really? Yeah. That looks like some of the ones I find on like actual people who do that for, you know, money, so good job. Oh yeah, no, I, I love map making. You will find that out soon. Um If you ever just have extra maps that you could that you're not using, just feel free to send them my way. I collect maps by like the dozens just in case I need them for DMing. Yo, my friend, I will. I after the stream, I have many an image to send you. Thank you, thank you. Yes, I am a map goblin. Thank you, Chris. Hey, well. <clears throat> Give me one second. Oh, there's this cool token that one of our players drew that made me very happy to see. There's Balford. Um, probably should have made the box a little longer. Did you use Grub's art for Balford? Yeah. Hell yeah. It was good art. I'm not gonna not use art that like of my of like NPCs that I've created. When you draw art of my NPCs, expect me to use them because that fills me with joy. Like you if have you no have idea. Them, you're free to use it, but he is a wizard ass wizard. Yes, wizard yes he is. Wizard. Yeah. wizard ass wizards are the best wizards. Dude, when when I saw that in the chat, I was on like my break at work, like the other day when you put posted that, and like the amount of jubilation that I felt was so high. He's a fun wizard. Yes, he is. He's a wizard-ass wizard, and he's got a good ass, you know? Dummy pick. Right, are we missing any character tokens in this box? Uh, we are. One second. Mm -hmm. And we continue. So as you guys are making your way through the forest, uh, the the mushroom canopy, you know, obscuring some of the light, but not really making it darker, just making it shaded, if that makes sense. Um, eventually, as you guys get to about here, you just hear a voice go, All right, hold it! Now I throw a dagger immediately. Alright, roll a hit. Yeah, just throw it at the voice. Alright, roll a hit with disadvantage, because you're not looking at what this thing is. I swear, one of these times, I'm going to be justified. Throwing it. Of course. Alright. Seven. Uh, that does not hit. You just, as, like, it gets stuck into, like, the side of a big cat mushroom. Alright, got the and bug. Good. Dang fly. 
You you just hear. All right, we got some feisty ones today, boys. Uh, everyone, roll initiative. Ha ha. Oh, bandit time, baby. Oh, yeah. But, like, what do these bandits look like, you know? Uh, yeah, are they cute? <laughs> they are bandit-ass bandits. Yeah, but are they cute about it? They're missing uh, teeth. Absolutely not. <laughs> Yo, Orville is ready. <laughs> Fable is ready. Oh, my God. Guess who just rolled their third natural 20? Bandits Good Lord. Holy shit. <laughs> I'm really glad this isn't like my last on-stream D&D uh, &D game in a channel I used to be associated with where one of the people insisted on everyone drinking every time there was a natural 20, because that got messy. Yeah, we would get yeah. fucked up. Uh, real quick, DM, I'm going to throw on some ambient battle music. Is that cool? Or do you have one already queued up? I actually had one queued up. I'm going to put it in a boss channel, but it's not very long. If you want to get yours queued up after this. I googled D&D &D boss music. I mean, this I, I literally Google, I googled uh, forest ambiance music non-copyright. That's fine. I'll just loop it. Alright. I just... Look, I don't want us to get in trouble for anything. I gotcha. I'm, I'm really like... No. I appreciate that. Like, it's not even my channel, so I'm like, I'm extra like, no. Good. Okay, let's see. Fun, Fable, Orville, Arth. And we just need Horatio. Who got a 13. Alright, give me one second whilst I... Winston, no! Stop tearing up my chair! <laughs> Why did you call her Winston when she's clearly being Dr. Butthole PhD right now? I don't know, I was just like... I'm like, okay, yeah, serious face. Well, then I think actually she's being a girl boss, you know? Really taking the initiative and destroying this chair. Okay. Okay. So. This guy. I'm gonna have to extend this a little bit. This guy. Got three. This guy. This guy got a six. This guy got an 18. This guy gone. got a 16. And finally, Balfour Bouton's initiative. He got make sure one million no 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 a seven he did not get last all right let me just get the order correct real quick uh fable and orville who has the higher dex modifier i have a 14 which is plus two Okay. I'm going to. Is like 15, so plus two also. But yeah, yeah. you'd have to double check. Right. I don't mind uh, going second. Okay, that's the turn. We can also roll against each other. Mm -hmm. 
I mean, whatever you guys want to do, honestly, it's up to you. I'm fine either way. I'll go so. a second. Alright, sounds cool. good. Just throw me into the, into the combat. Cool, cool, mm -hmm. cool. Mm -hmm. Cool. Alright. Fable, uh, these four bandits kind of like appear from behind mushrooms, like armed with weapons. Uh, what shall you do? So, they which look... one did Bond throw the dagger at? Oh, uh, the left. Yeah. The left one, yep. Alright, well, uh, then Fable is going to break out the vicious mockery and turn to the, the one that was missed by the dagger. And, well, you weren't worth the dagger anyway, um, and that will oh be a gosh. wisdom saving throw. Alright, wisdom. Ooh. Well, that's a 19. F. That will definitely chat Alright. <clears throat> I think... Oh, I get... I forgot I'm a bard, sorry. I've never played one of these. Um, then she will... Inspire. Let's go with... Who's next? Orville? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, go ahead and take a, a bardic. That's 1d6 for you. 1d6. And is that your turn? Do better than I did, please. And that's it. Alright. Orville, uh, you notice this fable, like, you weren't worth the dagger anyway. The bandit's just, like, smiling, like, oh, I don't think they're, like, he looks cocky at this point. What do you do? Is it going to take any of my movement to go off the wagon? I'm going to say no, because I don't feel like, you know, I don't feel like it's necessary to do that to you. Okay. Um... I'm gonna climb over our lovely wizard friend yeah. and jump oh. off on this side. Oh, let's go there. And I'll just take my spear, plant the butt of it in the ground, uh, and I'm just gonna shoot. No words, no nothing. An eldritch blast at that nearest guy. All right, uh, roll to hit with an eldritch blast. Oh, that definitely hits. Uh, roll damage. Wonderful. Two. <laughs> okay, okay. So, uh, you plant your spear, and as your, like, eyes start to, like, darken with this, like, dark aura, your hand starts to, like, cover itself in this effervescent dark light, and you fire a blast coming out of your hands. The bandit who was smug before gets blasted in, like, the chest area. <coughs> Alright. Looks like we're not dealing with some regular folk, are we? No, you are not. Alright. Is there anything that else you want to do? Alright. Up next, Vaughn, oh. it is now your turn. Alright. DM, what's your ruling on pulling a dagger out of the mushroom? Is that an action? Bonus action or free action? I would say pulling out of a mushroom because they're soft and not like tree trunks. I'd say that would be a, a bonus action at best. Uh, okay then. And what is it for drawing weapon? Um, It's a free action. Rules is yeah. written. Yeah, rules is written. It's a free action, but if you wanted to like sheathe and then draw a, a weapon, I think it's like an action at that point. Okay, so I would have to I would have to look that up, and I will look that up for next time. So I have yeah, I have two daggers, so I just wanted to be extra about it. Like, 
jump off the wagon, run up and like in one motion, like snag the mushroom, the dagger out of the mushroom, and then attack with it. Okay. All right. I like it. I like it. A cool kid. So like, Blonde's gonna just. Yeah, be the cool kid we always wanted to be flip, in middle school. Not flip through, but like slink through everybody, snatch his dagger out of the mushroom, and then run up to the guy and make a attack with his rapier and an offhand attack with his bonus action with the dagger he just pulled out of the mushroom. Got it. Go for it. All right. So rapier is sixteen to hit. Uh, it uh, auto-adds sneak attacks, just ignore that, because I do not have okay. sneak attack on this. So just four damage, if that hits. That does hit. And, I, had to look up, I had to double check. And the dagger swing uh, is 13 to hit. That uh, also hits. All right, so... Also, just in case you guys need to know, uh, my ruling is in combat or in any rolls of such... Uh, meets it, beats it. So, if their armor class is 13 and you roll 13, you hit them. Actually, uh, that dagger hit's going to miss, because uh, I do not have two weapon fighting, so I get no modifiers in that attack. Ah, so that does miss. So, yeah, but so, I, I hit with Raker. So, like, you jump off the cart, you, like, dash past Orville, who is just, like, still, like, kind of smoky with this black energy. You grab your dagger and you thrust your rapier at him, like slicing into his chest a little bit, like ah! And as you go to follow up with your dagger, he's wise to your tactics and kind of like backsteps a little. All right, looks like these people are a little bit too cheeky. All right, and that will end his turn right there. All right, up next is this El Bandito over here, who is let's see, ba ba da ba da, a little too far. Honestly, so he is going to. Hmm. No, I think actually he can barely make it to Fable, so he's going to run up to Fable, and he's going to. He's going to take his sword and go for a slash attack. Also, I will. I make like die rolls IRL, but for damage rolls, I will put that in the roll twenty chat so everyone can see it. Mainly because I just don't want to get any more dice out for right now. But if people are upset with this ruling, we can talk about it later. Okay. That is a 12 to hit. Does that hit? Just barely not. Barely not. Alright. So as he runs up, he goes to like slash at you. And, like, you're, like, understanding of the situation. You kind of, like, move out of the way, and, like, he kind of cuts into, like, the seat you were sitting on. Uh-huh. Like, kind of confused, like, what? That didn't work? Are you even trying that hard? Well, I mean, you know, maybe. This guy, like, pulls his sword out. Uh, that is his turn. Arth, it is now your turn. Uh, DM, clarifying question, where it, which square is this guy in? Okay, uh... Is he not inside of... Oh, he was not. I am apologizing. He was, he would be in this square. Um, though, now that this guy's hit Fable, I think I'm gonna change my mind. 
and I'm just gonna move up by one, just leap off the cart over <laughs> whatever attached the yoke, I believe, yep. to the other side, and uh, try to stab this guy. Well, not stab, slash with my great axe. Alright, roll to hit. That will be a 19. That hits. Roll that damage. I don't know why it didn't automatically, but I will do that now. 15. That was max damage. Fuck. That was max damage. So, is there any way you want to kill this guy? Um, I'm going to kill him by cutting off the arm that he used to try to stab Fable. <laughs> so, like, his arm is still, like, trying to pull the sword out from the seat that he cut into. And meanwhile, you just bring your great axe down on it, like, completely slicing it off at the armpit. It's just, oh, oh, and, like, he just kind of falls over and passes out due to blood loss. And this guy is no more. Um, he turns to the group and says, I said I could hit things with weapons. And then he ends his turn. Indeed you can. You you just, uh, that's your turn. Next up is this bandit, who just goes, They got Gary! Fuck Gary! Fuck you! And he runs up to go and attack you. He wasn't even trying that hard, so, like, Gary deserved it. Yeah, right? Try to get good, Gary. Well, that is a 10 to hit you. Does that hit? It absolutely does not. So, like, he's too caught up with grief at the loss of Gary and, like, completely swings wide and misses you. You killed uh, his boyfriend. And that's going to be his turn. Up next, Horatio, it is your turn. Alrighty, Horatio is going to move. Uh... Here. Then he's going to cast Thorn Whip on the bitch next to um what's your character's name Ben I forget already Arth Arth yeah it's art with an h at the end it's welsh art. for bear oh that's awesome okay i'm going to remember that art All right and that will be a 22 to hit that definitely hits roll damage cool could I actually change the placement of my character? I miss. Oh sure. I want to make. I'm sure. gonna say that's fine. Yeah. Okay. okay. He's just one back. Okay. Right. Roll that damage. Awesome. Uh, it's a one, but he does move uh, ten feet towards me. Okay, so I know this is a ruling where if someone is pulled out of combat space, that does not count for an attack of opportunity. Ooh, that's good to know. Good to know. Yeah. And fine with so, me. Alright. So he takes a damage as, like, he swings wide, and then, like, he's, like, already leaning too far forward for the hit. You kind of just grab him, like, by the wrist and pull him towards you, and he kind of, like, stumbles towards you. Like, Whoa! Is there anything else you want to do? Okay, that's your turn. Alright, Balfred's turn. Alright, this is going to be funny. So... Well, that is a six. So he just goes, Ah, don't worry, I have the perfect spell for this situation! And he pulls out his book and 
Flip, 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 flip. Oh, I've got... No, no, wait, no, that's that's not it. Uh, he's going to spend his turn finding the spell. So that is his turn. I love this man with all of my heart and soul. <laughs> no, wait, no, that's that's Snylock's snowball storm. That's, that's not going to help. Hold on. Flip, flip, flip. Up next is this bandit over here who is going to see his friend who is currently like dead on the ground because of Arth. He's going to run up and try and take on Arth himself. So he's going to run up and he pulls out his sword and he goes to swing. That is a modified 20 to hit you. Yeah, that hits. Alright, give me one second. I'm a barbarian. I am not armored. Alright, that is going to be advanced death ruler. Hiya! A two for damage. Oh, okay. He like kinda like swings and kinda like nicks your arm a little bit. Ouch. And he's just like, that's for Gary! I guess you didn't like him that much. Aww. Uh, and up next is this guy who's currently engaged in combat with uh, Vaughn. And he's gonna like pull out his sword. And he's gonna like kind of twirl it a little with a flourish. He goes, this is why you don't mess with us. And he is going to... Where did I put my d20? There it is. Swing with... Wow, another modified 20. Modified 20? Okay, uh, I'd like to use my reaction, use one of my maneuvers to parry, so I'm gonna roll a d6 and add my dexterity right. to it. Wow. So that's 6. Does that lower the attack by 6 then? Um, it adds that to my AC. Or wait, hold ah. on. Uh, let me reread it. Reaction once pretty die to reduce the damage by the number you roll. Okay, I misread it. Reduce the damage. Okay, well, if that is the case, he's going to roll damage, and yeah, he does no damage to you. As like he goes to swing, and you kind of just like, like you saw his flourish, and he's like he's no, he's not adept at a sword, and you're just kind of able like easily like, you know, kind of guard it and like repost it off. Just like, nope. Vaughn just tisks and just sloppy. Yeah, it's gonna be sloppy when your body's all on the ground. I am not left handed either. <laughs> Alright, Fable, it's back up to you. Um, she'll turn to the guy that, um, Vaughn is interacting with. Um, I think you'll actually have to hit to drop bodies of another vicious mockery. Alright, so let me see. That's another wisdom save. Okay, that's a 12. That will fail. Alright, and that's one point of psychic damage, and he has a disadvantage (laughs) on his next attack. Um, and then for her bonus action, um... She'll give a bardic to Vaughn. I hope you hit better than that guy did. Right. And that will end her turn. 
All right. Uh, is that your turn then? Yep. Alrighty then. Uh, up next is is uh, Orville. I almost said uh, I, I don't know why I was thinking Orville, but that's not that's not his name. Orville. All right. Orville takes the butt of his spear out of the ground and there's sort of not necessarily a hungry but definitely a yearning look in his eyes mm -hmm. he'll, he'll walk his way here 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 and we're doing plus two yes for flanking, flanking. yep plus two okay. alright so I'm gonna roll to hit with my spear uh and we're going to add two to that. All right. Roll to hit, sir. Let's see if it actually rolls. That would be a nine. That and I'm going to roll that d6. <laughs> oh, nine plus... Three. Three. Twelve. Okay, meets it, beats it. So you hit. All right. That is gonna be okay. So for anyone that has questions, flanking is when two characters are like on opposite sides of an enemy. So we have Arth on one side and Orville on the other side. Those two are considered flanking this enemy in the middle. So when you roll to hit, you add two because you are flanking the enemy. Some people give advantage for flanking, but I think that's a little too powerful. It's like he's kind of cornered. Yeah, like. Ah, I could run away. Ah, no, I can't run away anymore. Alright, so that is... That is four damage. Mm -hmm. uh, and then I'm going to bonus action with my polearm master to hit with the back end. Alright. So... that That's not going to work. <laughs> that does not hit, unfortunately. So you stab him once in the back, like as he's trying to focus on Arth, and as, like, he kind of turns around to face you now, like, he sees the back end of your, your spear, and he kind of, like, ducks out of the way, like, nice try, squirt. I'm still learning. Is that your turn? That is my turn. All right. Love that, I love that comment from a guy who's probably shorter than him. Yeah. <laughs> he actually is, but he's talking about, like, he's, he's lanky versus, like, this bandit is kind of portly. Alright, so I reread the two weapon fighting rules, and I don't get my modifiers on my damage, not the attack roll. So that last stack would hit, but we'll just forget about that one. That's fine. Alright, so uh, gonna make another rapier attack and offhand dagger attack at Bandito. El Bandito. That hits. How do you want to kill him? So, like, he's getting all, like, cocky with a sword, and I'll wait for him to lunge at me, just sidestep him and when he turns to look I just run him through at the throat and just lift up the rapier a bit and let him slide off and then flick the blade very extra yeah kind of like you do like the sword thing of like shing and like you go to like sheathe your sword and as like the as the hilt clicks in it just like his head falls over alright and I'll just my movement to 
shimmy over here into my turn. Alright. With that, Arth, it is now your turn. There's the unmute button. I found it. There yeah, you go. I'm going to try to go for this guy again. Well, not again, but I'm going to try to go for that guy now with the great axe. All right. Rolled uh, oh, that does not hit, unfortunately. And I don't want to rage yet because I'm trying to be a chill guy that only rages when he really needs to. Dang. Okay. I would have had to rage already, but uh, yeah. I guess I can't always hit things with weapons. Um, like, you take your great axe, and you're like, okay, I just do the same thing again, but again, as you go to swing, this guy kind of, like, moves forward to, like, kind of meet up with uh, Orville. I almost hit Oliver. To meet up with Orville, and, like, he kind of, like, gets out of the way by accident. And I think maybe a little bit is, I realized Fable was right there, and I didn't want to hit her, so I probably, like, reined the swing in a little bit. Yeah. Right. Sorry. Right. Is that your turn? Uh, let me just double check. I have not played a barbarian. Um, I do have two weapon fighting, but I can't do that with a great axe. So, I think that will end my turn. All right. Up next is this bandit who is currently fighting uh, Horatio, who looks over. Oh fuck! They got Jason. And he looks over his friend. Now I'm gonna make a roll real quick. Wow, okay. He immediately is just like, nope, not worth it. And he's going to disengage and he's gonna book it and he's just gonna go, alright. He's gonna he's gonna look at his friend and he goes, We gotta get out of here, these people will kill us! And he is going to use his movement to get right about here. And that will be his turn. Alright. Horatio, it is now your turn. Horatio's not going to pursue him. What does his friend look like? His friend is currently, like, too invested in fighting Orville at this point. Okay. Uh, Horatio will... Go for that. He will do another thorn whip. 14 to hit. That hits. Roll damage. Alrighty. Five. Five. Alright. So you thorn whip him and like you kind of like whip around like his leg and kind of pull it out from under him for a second. Oh shit! Jesus! <coughs> <coughs> Is there anything else you want to do on your turn? It's turn. What? That'll that'll be it. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I just was like what? Um. It is now Balford Bouton's turn, and he has had a turn to figure out what spell he's going to cast. And he just goes, Don't worry, I have the perfect spell for this! Attack me, will you? Face the power of my firebolt! 
give me one second. <laughs> I just saw his modifier. I'm like, oh my god, he can only miss the nat one. Okay. That's a that's a big number. And that is why is this so much? I why did I give you guys such an OP character to help? Okay, he hits with a firebolt and does Yeah, okay. And he's going to deal 10 damage. He kind of like a small flame comes out of his fingertip and he just fires it, blasting this guy to the ground as he like kind of catches fire for a moment. And as he like extinguishes, he is deceased. I'm slightly deceased by how great he is. Well. Right, that is hit. That is Balford Bouton's turn. Uh, Fable is go back to your turn. What do you do? Um. Yeah, Fable's just gonna let that guy run away. He's gonna keep running away. Okay, I'm just gonna ask this for uh, convenience sake. Is everyone going to let this guy run away? I am fine with that. Yeah, yeah, yeah let him go. I am not yeah. fine with that. <gasps> oh. Well, I'll skip okay. my turn. Well, you know, you're next. Never mind. Yeah. So, mm -hmm. if you guys want to move down to uh, Orville's turn. Sure. Yeah. Um, yeah. Alright, Orville, it is currently your turn. What shall you do? I'm just. I'm gonna just try a blast at him from distance. Just give it the good old college try. All like, right. Idiot. Modified. That that hits. Roll damage. <laughs> you. He literally had eleven HP and took one damage from a thorn whip. So you kill him. How do you want to do this? So, as he's gathering up this eldritch effervescent energy around him, he kind of flicks his wrist a little bit more than he did in the first time, and a more concentrated shot just Ooh. hits so, like, the guy in the back, knocks him down, and you just can't see any sort of anything from him. He's just down. So, you kind of like, you flick your wrist, finally like get a good grasp on your like ability, and you fire off, and this blast hits, and you hear a resounding thud from the force damage and like you don't see anything on this guy as he like falls to the ground but like I would say Fable you can actually hear him like imagine getting like the like the wind knocked out of your chest and being unable to breathe for until you die like that's what happens to this guy so like that seemed a little unnecessary since he was running away well, but I mean, we're like, doing a job. We got to be a hundred percent. We got to go all the way. The job wasn't to just kill people. It's just kind of to make sure we get through here safely. But that's just my personal take. That's anyone fair. need healing? Anyone healing? I don't think anyone got hit too hard. 
Cool. I Arf, mean, as long as we so don't. Much for... Yeah. Our thank welcome. you so much for like completely. Yeah, that guy tried to hit me, and you did so good for me. Thank you. You're welcome. Yeah, I don't think I need any healing unless we hit another big bad guy. It should be fine. Okay, well, everyone keep me posted, and um, I don't have a super bunch of mana left, but I definitely have another um, heal if anyone needs it. Mm. I, can I can I just say real quick, above game, Jim, he literally had 10 HP. <laughs> and Eldritch Blast has a max damage of 10. That had to happen sometime. Yeah, but that was just so... Wow. I want to read a comment that I put in the Twitch chat. It's, I love a spiteful teen not old enough for college giving a college try. Orville, <laughs> you are very young. Where yeah. does that come from? Oh, um, it's new. It's new. It's, it's, it's new. Uh, you'll notice he's reflexively getting a tighter and tighter grip on his spear as he's talking about this. I've never really seen that spell. Is it like one I can learn? Because that's kind of it's pretty neat. Other than like, I think it's kind of cool, actually. Yeah, I'm, I'm still I'm still getting the hang of it. I don't know. Uh, it, it's a lot more in the wrist than I thought. Uh, but mm -hmm. you know, maybe once once I'm more comfortable more familiar with that kind of thing, but I don't know about teaching anything. Uh, no, yeah, totally. I'll just yeah. have to see if I can, like, find it another time, because that one's actually, you know, pretty pretty cool. Yeah. Vaughn's just gonna whistle, like, like an impressive, like, impressed whistle, like, damn, kid, brutal and efficient. You'll do fine. I hope so. He's then going to start looting the bodies. <laughs> Alright, give me one second. I thought that was a natural one. It was an 11. I was like, oh! So you guys find on all four of these bandits, so I'm going to, like, speed it up. Uh, you find four short swords, which they used against you. Uh, about... About... 12 copper among the four of them, so 12 copper all together, and one silver piece. No wonder these guys are resorting to banditry. They're poor as hell. I mean, I say we take it all. We've got a cart. We can probably sell the swords later if we're not going to use them. Yeah, Fable will take a sword if that's chill, because she... Actually, I think she's right here. Never mind. Forgot. <laughs> okay. Fable, roll roll a perception check real quick. Totally. Listen, that was just me being a ditz, not Fable. Perception. Yeah. Ditzes are valid. Four. Okay, you don't see anything. Binbo hours. I love himbo hours. So... As you guys gather up the stuff and start loading up the cart with swords, Balfour just kind of... Yeah. <coughs> oh, goodness. Looks like I really flexed my magical know-how. You did great. 
You are so great. Oh, yeah. That was like a lot of fire. That was really cool. Yeah, it's uh, one of my uh, my personal favorite, you know, cantrips. Fired as many times as you want. Surely, uh, you know, I couldn't let you all do the uh, the work. I I was honestly looking through my spell book, and then I realized I have firebolt. Why am I going to use a spell on these guys? That's true. They weren't really worth using up that kind of energy. Yeah, that's a lot of energy. Like, I only yeah. know some inherent magic. I don't know any learned magic. But I just feel like that's a waste. Right? I have way more important things to do. Like, mage hand a drink to me. And that's still a cantrip. Is that a cantrip? Hold on. And he, like, starts flipping yeah, through his book again. Yeah, that's a cantrip. Oh, it I'm is? Okay. Just kind of closes the book. I heard about that being a cantrip from my cousin. Oh, I yeah? Love, I love this man. <laughs> yeah. My cousin's name is uh, Kristen, and I love her. Oh, she sounds lovely. Yeah, she's great. All right. <clears throat> kind of, like, cracks the back. Well, looks like these bandits are, uh... Don't have much room to work in, so I say we move on. Yes. You're fired. Not really. You're fired. I hired you. Fire me. Yes. <laughs> Can't believe this. Ah, uh, these mushroom puns are something. Anyways, I uh, I don't think there's any more bandits. So I don't believe so. Well, let's get a move on. Burn the daylight. Indeed. Good work. All Thank of you. you. Well, you I, to... I was hit or miss, but you know. Oh well, I mean, that—that's how combat works. Either you hit your opponent or you miss your opponent. There's not much wiggle room for that. I think as long as you survive, you definitely like. One, you know? Honestly, like there was a time back in my heyday, we found what was known as a uh, a den of kobolds. Now, you may be thinking to yourself, kobolds, that's, that's not too deadly. They, they seem a little, you know, not too bad. But this is back when I first started adventuring. You see, I, I still was learning how a spell book worked. I understood that you had to write it down, but you still had to prepare spells. And I wasn't really thinking that when he kind of like goes, starts to drone on about like this one adventure he had. Like, all right, Grandpa. All right. Yeah. <laughs> it's literally that meme of, I remember when I had to write my spells down in a spell book, wizard. And then warlock. Okay, Grandpa, time to go inside. Pack to the tome. Yeah. I think I love people it. like pays attention, but specifically for brownie points. Yeah. I love he her. He he does talk about one point, like, there was a kobold who was extremely, like, muscular and buff, and his party dubbed it the Swolebold. He's ahead of his time. 
I don't know what to do with this information. I know one kobold, and <laughs> hearing those words and then associating that with Gaxar felt awful. Oh, no. <laughs> okay. Let's get back on the cart, you guys. Yes. Alright, you guys get back on the cart. Oh, my, my brain is just feeling so many things. It's great. Alright, uh, Arth, roll a vehicle check at advantage, and Fable, roll a survival check at advantage. And if you guys get this one, we won't have to roll it anymore. I'll just say that you guys get what you're doing at this point. Alright, 14. Uh, oh. Oh. Mm. I'm really yeah, tired from that, that two damage I took. Yeah, like, he hit you right on the arm, and as you go to, like, pull the reins, your arm hurts a little. You're like, ow! And you're like, you lose control for a second. Like, oh, god! Mm. Uh, Fable, you do know where you're going still. You're like, okay, yeah, the map hasn't changed. Um, and as the Thank god, because that would suck. Right. Ever-changing map item. What? I tried. <laughs> and as you guys are clopping through the forest, you know, Ever so lightly. Uh, there starts to be a fog, but thanks to Fable's, like, you know, good ability to read a map, you're, like, you guys kind of, like, swerve around it to make sure you don't go into it. Thank goodness for Fable. And as you guys are, to be honest, uh... honest, it was on accident, probably. Didn't even notice the fog. Like, you just see, like, oh, there's supposed to be flowers this way. Let's go this way. I you love that. Really love that. Uh, as you guys are making your way throughout the forest, uh, eventually it goes from day to evening, and from evening to night. And as night starts to hit its uh, hit its peak, Balfour just you know. All right. Do we want to set up camp, or do we want to make good time through the night? It's up to you. Uh. uh Sounds like you want to set up camp. I do, but, uh, you know, I want to show you I'm still cool and stuff. I could I could stay up another ten minutes, probably. Hey, Balford, in my opinion, self-care is cool. Mm. Uh, but that's just me. Like, I'm only one voice, so what does everyone else think? I'm still not too keen on traveling at night. Should definitely, like, we can chill out for the night. I think someone got hurt. I think it was Arth, maybe someone else. I don't quite remember. Didn't see everyone, but I think this would be a good time to, you know, rest and recharge. Sounds good to me. Yes, let's, uh, let's make camp here for the night. Sounds good. Abel will attempt to talk to the nearby. If we settle under a mushroom, we'll make sure that none of the mushrooms are, um, sentient um and we'll like try to talk sylvan to any nearby mushrooms and then chill out uh all right i need to rule something all right so as you're talking to each mushroom try to make sure like none of them are alive eventually uh what are you saying to each one of them 
just like, hey, we're gonna chill here if that's all right. Let me know if we're bothering you. We'll be so respectful and so quiet. You won't even notice us. But yeah, just uh, let me know if there's anything wrong or if we can do anything for you and like to pay you back for letting us be here. That's just like the whole spiel. So as you're telling this to each mushroom, at first it's just like, all right, it's another regular mushroom. And then you're like, ah, it's another regular mushroom. And finally you're just, eventually just like a mushroom like bur like kind of like move removes itself from the ground and turns around to face you and it's just you hear in sylvan is there anything you can do Well, you know, like, within reason, like, you know, sort of like an equivalent thing, because, like, we're staying here in, like, your space, um, so, like, if you need me to, like, go grab something nearby, or if you need some, like, water or food, we have that, um, but yeah, just, you know, kind of an equivalent exchange, I want to be polite and all that. He kind of, like... Also, hi. Hello. He kind of, like, points over, like, westward, you know... There are humans. They attack our people. They know not of what they do. They don't understand us. Well, that's they, rude. Would you like me to do something about that? They say mean things and attack us with metal sticks. It is unkind. Well, I'm super not about that. So, um, here. We kind of were just in a fight. So, if it'd be okay, can we rest here tonight? And then I would like to go see if I can talk to these um, humans that are bothering you guys and see if we can work out kind of like a solution where they don't hurt you or say mean things. That sound okay? Yes. But. We wish to talk to their leader. Cool, cool. So we can, like, make this, like, a whole, like, group activity where, like, one of you guys comes with us and then, like, it's going to be, like, a whole negotiation thing. That would be super awesome. Cool. We do not wish to go there. They attack us on sight. All right. Is there any, like, particular, like, terms you'd like me to set up other than, like, Obviously, don't be dicks. If they strike at you, you have permission to eliminate them. Oh, well, yeah, cool. I was not really planning on doing that, but, like, if it comes to it, totally, I'm not really in the business of dying. Um, but, yeah, if they try to kill us, totally not going to happen, because we're super not about that with this with this whole group. Um, yeah. Cool, 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 cool. Uh, however, do not kill their leader. Okay. Is it? Do you have like a a a reason why and who the leader is specifically? He is man with long blue cape and one eye patch. All right. Um. He. He has stolen one of our own. 
Oh, like, like legit, like kidnapping, because that's like super not good. Yes. The so, chief, the chieftain's daughter, Miss Mossfoot. Was this like on purpose that it was like this particular one? Or was it more like incidental, like, haha, I'm just gonna take one of these mushroom people and I don't know who this person is, or do no. you know why they took her? The leader is an elf who speaks our tongue and he calculated and stole the chieftain's daughter. For that, he must recompense. And like you get yes. like an ominous vibe from that, and that is where we'll end tonight's session. Awesome. Okay. Hello, Joe Java here. Thank you for listening to the Birth by Blade podcast. If you want to catch it live, visit twitch.tv slash the swag nerds Tuesdays at 730 EST to be able to catch all the chaos and shenanigans live. As always, have a good one.